1: Passion follow you anywhere. One hundred four point seven. The fish. And now, special Good Friday message from Pastor Louis Giglio.
2: Then you may want to rearrange in this moment because you just need to settle in for a moment. Because there's a man now moving seats or something's happening. You good? Everybody's good? Okay, didn't mean to break anything up. I love those words. Pretty simple and straightforward in the video. Come to the cross. The cross. It's the most powerful act in history. But it's only powerful if you believe that you need its power. A friend of mine in this pavilion has an EpiPen in her purse. Anybody else? You don't have to raise your hand. Under the right circumstances, it has life saving power. And it's in her purse right now. And you may say, Well, wow, I'm really glad that she has that in her purse. You may say, I believe that the EpiPen in her purse has power. You may like the EpiPen that's in her purse. But then you may say, but I don't need an EpiPen. So it may have life-saving power, but it won't have life-saving power for me. It'll have life-saving power possibly for someone else. And the cross that we came to celebrate tonight is like that. It has life-saving power. Thank you for someone who echoed that. We need a little, a little motion in the house tonight, a little freedom in the house tonight, a little, a little shout in the house tonight to change the atmosphere. Because what we're going to remember about this night is not the weather. Fifty years from now, what we're going to remember about this night is lives that were changed by the power of the cross in this night. That's what we're going to remember about this night. The cross has power to awaken our hearts from death to life. And it has power to raise our bodies up our physical bodies out of the grave and into eternity come to the cross. So I just want you to know tonight that the altar of salvation is now open at Good Friday. I mean the old-school altar. People have come down to the front of this stage to see every band that has ever played. People have tried to get close and get a good snapshot or an Insta story or to see whoever was that they loved as closely as they could. But I want to invite us tonight to open the altar of this night to anyone in this place who says, I want to come to the cross. I want to come to Jesus. I want to come for salvation in my life. I want to go from spiritual death to spiritual life because of the power of what Jesus Christ did on a cross for me. Or maybe you just want to say tonight, I need a new start. I mean, you didn't even get up and start talking. In fact, uh, a half an hour ago, I already knew I need a change of direction in my life. I need a change of heart. I need a, a restart with God. Things are not what they seem. I can't hold up the front anymore if it's true that Christ died for me, if it's true that there's something called forgiveness, if there's true that guilt and shame can be pushed away and freedom can come into my life, if it's true that I can start again with God, if it's true that I can have a new day with God, then I want to come to the cross. So I want to invite you to come, old school, And to come and just stand, there's a little space right down here where some people could stand. There's a little space over here and a space right here where people could just come and stand to say, I'm coming to the cross. I'm coming for salvation. I'm coming for a new start with God. I'm coming for a change of heart. I'm coming to say, God, I'm sorry. I'm coming to say, it's not working what I'm doing. And I want to surrender it all again to you. And at the end of this talk, which isn't going to last very long, we're going to have a time to pray for everyone who comes. But this is a big place tonight, and we honestly just don't have time to wait until the end for people to come. So I want to invite you to come now, in the middle of the talk. We're not going to stop. We're not going to clap. We're not going to recognize you necessarily. I'm going to go right into this. Text that I believe God wants all of us to see tonight, but I believe somebody already knows they want a change of heart. Somebody already knows they want a brand new start. Somebody already knows they need tonight the salvation that comes from the cross of Jesus. So maybe you're on the back row. Maybe you're sitting on a tarp under the shelter of an umbrella. Maybe. You're right on the front row. Maybe you're a CEO who just flew in from a deal you closed. Maybe you're a grandmother or a grandfather here or a middle school student. It doesn't matter. Someone's going to make a move. And when they do, the atmosphere in this place is going to radically change. From people watching something happen to people stepping into their lives being changed. And so maybe you're going to be the first one. I don't know, but I'm going to start preaching. And I hope that while the word of God is being proclaimed, that someone will come. And when people come, I know you're going to want to clap. I know you're going to want to clap, but we're not going to clap because I'm going to preach now. I want to look to a passage of scripture about the crucifixion of Jesus. And this passage is going to have something in it that a bunch of us haven't seen before. In fact, you're going to look at it and go, what? You may pull your phone out and scroll down to your Bible app and say, man, I don't know if I ever noticed that in the text before, but we're reading now in Matthew's gospel, beginning down in verse 50. The earth shook. Third thing that happened rocks split. Fourth thing that happened just reading the text the tombs broke open. Number four, number five the bodies of many holy people who had died. We're raised to life. That's why we're calling the mini message tonight the walking dead. Not the zombie apocalypse. The power of Jesus. You're like, hey, somehow you got on Easter already. Jesus came alive and people came alive no at the moment that jesus spirit left his body there was such a cataclysmic occurrence happening in the spiritual world that tombs opened and people around him their bodies came alive at the moment that jesus died for the sins of the world Dead bodies came alive. On Good Friday, dead bodies came alive. The next thing that happened, they came out of their tombs. And this is the kind of weird part. You're like, no, all of that was the weird part. After Jesus' resurrection, they went into the holy city and appeared to many people. So can we back up for a moment? Jesus said, it is finished. When he said it is finished, the veil separating humanity from the holy of holies ripped from top to bottom. The earth shook, rocks split, tombs were opened, bodies of faithful followers of God who had died came to life. They came out of their tombs and hung around for a day in the graveyard. And then on resurrection day on Easter morning, once Jesus also was alive from the dead, they now had permission to leave the outside of the city where Jesus died and to come into the city. So we not only had Jesus walking around alive from the dead, we had uncles and aunts and brothers and sisters and moms and dads and sons and daughters walking around on Easter Day alive from the dead. Did you know that a lot of people got raised from the dead on the day that Jesus died? Not everybody. Because it, it doesn't work that way in the story of the gospel. In the story of the gospel. We're raised up because Jesus is raised up. But as a down payment on that, maybe a little movie trailer of what's to come. Hey, a preview of what's happening in a couple of days from now. I'm going to go ahead and wake up some dead people just by the blood of Jesus being shed for the sins of the world. And if anybody wants to be alive tonight, If anybody wants to come out of your tomb. Then the altar of salvation is open tonight. To come to the cross. If anybody wants inside life. It's found in Jesus. And if anybody wants to know what's going to happen to you when you die. The answer is found in Jesus. Two things that I want us to focus on as we close. Number one. The veil was torn from top to bottom. What veil? What temple? The veil that forever had separated sinful man from a holy God. Oh, no one went in there except the high priest one day a year to make atonement for the sins of the people. No amount of good deeds No amount of self-effort, no amount of exterior modification would do. This was a holy God who stood alone in His glory. And no one could enter the presence of God. And that same reality is true of every one of us in this place tonight. So how then do you come to know a holy God? How do you come into the presence of a holy God? A holy God, through the death of His Son, Jesus Christ, pays the price for all of our sin, rips open the veil from the top to the bottom, saying, this is God's work. This is God's way. This is God's grace. This is God coming down into the mess of humanity to die in our place to the cross. Not a cross that you erect. Not a way that you construct. It is God coming down in his son Jesus to pay it all, to give it all, to do it all so that you and I can come alive on the inside by putting our faith in the finished work Of the cross of Jesus Christ. And saying with him. It. Is. Finished. Bless all of you guys. Trickling down. It's so beautiful. There's a whole nother space over here and over here. Anyone can come. You're like Louie. It's a long way down my road. I'm here with coworkers. I have been a member of a church most of my life. I am a pretty decent person, but something inside is clicking for you. I don't know if I'm alive. I don't know if I am spiritually alive, and I want to come to Jesus tonight, and I want to know that I am born again to brand new life. The scripture says it this way, the wages of sin Romans 6.23 is death. The wages of sin is not that you're a bad person. It's not that you're not religious. It's not that you don't go to church. It's not that you should improve in some way. The result of sin is that we are spiritually dead. And we cannot make it into the presence of God. But God is saying, hey, there's a way. And here's the way. I'm going to rip open the veil when I hear my son say it is done. And from that moment on, anyone and everyone can come to the throne of grace, can come to the throne of almighty God and find mercy and find grace in their time of need. Come to the cross. The second thing I, I love in this text, I don't know if I've ever heard anyone preach it, is that the moment Jesus died, tombs open, a sign of the bodily resurrection of Jesus. We're not talking about some spiritual mumbo-jumbo that at the end of life we all drift away into some never-never land into some better state, into some different spiritual climate that we ascend to something or transcend to something. We're talking about Jesus canceling sin, bringing our spirits to life and promising us that even death will not hold us in the ground. That on that great day when Jesus Christ calls our name. Our bodies are going to come up out of tombs and out of graves and out of jars on mantles. Our bodies are going to come up out of of the grave be reconnected with our spirits that are alive and bodily and spiritually we are going to live with our god forever and ever and ever and ever every grave is going to be opened by the name and the power of jesus if you have come if you've come to the cross more I believe it I like it I'm glad you have it no tonight someone's gonna say I need it and I need it's power to forgive me of all my wrong, to cover all my sin, to wipe away all my mess and all my shame. I need it to make me new. I need it to make me clean. I need it so that I can be alive forever as a son or a daughter of Almighty God. I need more power than I have. I need more power than meditation, than religion, than trying harder. I need the power that shook the ground and split the rock and opened the tombs and raised the dead. I need that power in my life. Come to the cross. The altar of salvation on this Good Friday is open and I invite anyone here who wants to be saved to come anyone who wants to come can come do you have to come to be saved no Maybe there will be another time. Maybe there will be another day. Maybe there will be another moment. Maybe something else will happen. But why not? Make this your moment. And say to your family, your friends, to whoever you came with. I am not missing my moment. I am not missing God's grace. I am not missing forgiveness one more night. This is my night to say yes to Jesus. So we're just going to wait for a moment to see if the, the courage of these many people who've come would inspire someone else to come. No heads bowed and no eyes closed, amen. Just come. I believe there's a dad here. A man, an older man, I'm looking around, most all these people who've come are younger people. Younger people are more eager to come to the cross. But God is reaching for an older gentleman, an established man. Maybe someone sitting on their pride tonight who says, maybe one more night I can dodge the bullet. And God's saying, The only thing this bullet is aimed for is everything that's been stealing away your life and joy. This is an invitation of grace, of mercy, of life, of love. Come to the cross. I wonder, is there a man, I don't know who you are, I just, I can see you in my mind. I feel like you flew today from some business trip. It's your world, it's your life. You came to this for your kids tonight. You came for the family. And all night long, God's been saying, I love you. I want you. I want to forgive you. I want to change your life. I want to break you free. I want to give you a new future. I want to empower you to be the man that I made you to be. I'm just asking, is there a man like that in this place tonight? God is saying, come to the cross. Take your kids say i want you to come with me grab your wife and say you prayed for me for 10 years this is my night i'm gonna say yes but it's not too late wherever you are so we're gonna pray together all over this place i just invite all of us just to close our eyes and think about what god is saying to us for those of you who came and you want to be saved tonight i want to lead you in a prayer. And you just pray along with me in your heart and say, dear Jesus, thank you for opening my eyes to see you. Thank you for giving your life on a cross for me. I ask you tonight to forgive me for all my sin. I ask you to wash all the guilt and all the shame away. And I'm asking you to give me a brand new heart. and just invite him to come and take control of your life. Say, Jesus, come and fill me with your spirit. I want to know you and I want to follow you. And just thank him. Say, thank you, Jesus, for finding me at Good Friday and saving my life. I believe it and I receive it. And if you came tonight for a new start I want to invite you just to open your hands to God physically even right now and just hold them open before you as a way of saying God my way isn't working my plans are not working doing things the way that I thought was best is not working so I say I'm sorry tonight and I want to surrender my life to you Jesus I want to ask you to take control. I want to ask you to be the Lord of my life, to lead me. Break open this tomb, this tomb of guilt, this tomb of sin, this tomb of addiction, this tomb of shame, this tomb of darkness, this tomb of depression, this tomb that's been imprisoning me. Break it open by your great tower, God. And set me free tonight. I see. And I cherish the cross. And I claim its power tonight over my life. I believe it. And I receive it. In Jesus name. Can we just all say that in this place. Every one of us. I believe it. And I receive it. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Can we just celebrate with people tonight who've come to put their faith in Jesus? No, come on, Ameris Bank Amphitheater. Can we celebrate tonight that salvation has come into this place? We are covered by the cross. Spiritually, and figuratively tonight. And if you reach for it, God's power will change everything. Will change everything.
1: What a powerful message from Pastor Louis Giglio. This is Parks 104.7 The Fish, Good Friday, Atlanta. The finished work of Jesus on the cross. That's what's so good about Good Friday. It is finished. That veil has been torn into, and you now have access to the Father through Jesus Christ. And remember, it's Friday night, but Sunday's coming, and it's a glorious, glorious day. I, oh. I was breathing but not alive. Oh, oh my fear I strive, I strive that I couldn't do it No, He was my last one. Nice. Let's do the day that I live. Let's go, let's go! Then our life, it's a story about redemption, resurrection, and forgiveness. Sing about it. Come on. One, two, three. I need rescue, my soul was heavy, the chains break at the way of glory. I need shelter, I was a little afraid. Now you call me a sinner. that is passion at good friday atlanta and as they finish You can't see it, but we can enjoy it with you. A cross enters the sky here at the Amorous Amphitheater. I'm Beth McCollum, 104.7 The Fish. Thank you so much for spending your Good Friday here with us on the air. It's been such an honor to bring you this special, special. What an amazing night with Pastor Louis Giglio and Passion. We want to thank Passion City Church for allowing us to make this happen, along with our friends at Fellowship Home Loans for sponsoring this and our fish broadcast team. Mike, we missed you. Blake Moore, also Nicole from Passion City Church. Thank you. Spencer, Lauren, Penny in the studio. Park Stamper. I'm Beth Bacall. On behalf of all of us on 104.7 The Fish, happy Easter